All right, if you're younger than 40 years old, you've never experienced this jacked up inflation before. Hell, you may never even heard of inflation before. So what the hell is inflation and how does it affect buying a home? What's good, my How to Buy a Homies? Welcome to the How to Buy a Home podcast. I don't know if this is going to drop before Christmas or at the first of the year, but welcome to everybody. I have a festive holiday topic for you. So if it's uh, Christmas time, Hanukkah time, Kwanzaa time, great. If this is a New Year's topic, this is real exciting, real good holiday, good spirit stuff. We're going to talk about inflation. Yeah. Uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. It's been a while, and you might never have heard of it, but it's back. See, if you're new, I know you're going to subscribe right now, because, I mean, who doesn't want to listen to a holiday podcast about how your dollar is shrinking and how expensive groceries and gas are getting? <laughs> yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, you might never have thought about it before in your lifetime, but now suddenly you get it, because it's hitting you right where it counts. In your groin. Bam. 40 seconds in and there's a dad joke. I'm on a roll tonight. No, seriously. It's hitting you in your wallet or wherever your money place is. Although, you know, I don't know. Maybe some of you think your groin is your money place. But hey, whatever. You do you. Inflation. That means stuff costs more. And if you want to know why, here's a tip. Do not believe everything you read on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, or on a Google search. Look, I'm here for you. I got you on this. I'm going to give you the summary of the things that matter to you. That's why we're here, right? I've been keeping up with this since, you know, inflation first became a thing earlier this year, probably when you'd never heard of it because it wasn't on the news. That was when the inflation rate ticked up above the 2% or 3% range. 2% is where they really like to have it. That's when people really start to pay attention to the inflation rate when it gets above 2%. It's when prices for normal, regular stuff go up. We went above that standard, what they like, 2% increase earlier this year. And it was far from a typical year. So for a little while, everyone was just like, yeah, whatever. It's, you know, it's pandemic year. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, we did have a little stuff going on this year. We had the more pandemic drama, no drama, drama, We had disrupted supply chains throughout the world, slowing down everyone's Amazon packages. And we had shifted demand in that old supply and demand economic equation. You know, if there's less stuff on the shelf because the supply chain can't get it there, suddenly they start charging more for stuff. That's inflation. But that's not the only reason why there's inflation happening. In many unexpected ways, lots of random things happen. So the federal government had to provide multiple rounds of fiscal and monetary relief. You know, those fun little stimulus checks we got from the treasury. But all that didn't stop the inflation drama. Like a bad reality show, the drama kept coming. I don't know, though. Drama on a reality show, that's kind of cool, right? Okay. Anyway, so we hit that 2%, 3% inflation in the summer, and the articles really started coming out when we hit 4% inflation. And now the November numbers came out at 6.8% increase in consumer prices. 
You have to go back to the bitching 80s to find consumer prices going up like this. It was rad inflation back then. Totally tubular, gnarly to the max. So what's been going down? I've been reading every article about this, you know, for months this year because I'm that exciting of a dude, you know, reading on a bunch of crap that suddenly now in October, November and December, everyone's starting to pop off about like there's some kind of an expert. So I've been doing the deep dive into the matrix and I have all the data and important stuff that matters to you. A lot of it might be stuff that you've never heard of or likely haven't read much more than a headline of information as people have started to talk about it just recently. I'm going to tell you how all these things affect you, the first-time home buyer. How does this inflation thing affect you? I'm not going to get all up into it because I'm pretty damn sure you don't want to know everything about the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, or the tapering of bond purchases, or quantitative easing, or volatile price classes, or stagflation, or hawkish policy matters. Hawkish. Fun word. Hawks generally favor borrowing costs to quell inflation, while the doves typically emphasize lower rates to fuel hiring. See? Super thrilling stuff. Yeah, I've been reading that. Every night, my nights are lit. Oh, how my wife lies next to me and resists me. Ooh, that's a mystery to me. Man, exciting stuff. Oh, and don't forget, there's also a bunch of different kinds of inflation. There's core inflation, transitory inflation, wage inflation, cost push inflation, demand pull inflation, and my two favorites, imported inflation. That's one simple. That's like domestic inflation, but it comes in a green or brown bottle and it costs a little bit more. And then there's hyperinflation. That's like regular inflation on Mountain Dew. The bottom line on inflation, it's this. You probably ain't seen it and you ain't seen it like this before. And the stuff that you need to buy now costs more and you can feel it. It's the largest annual increase in the past 40 years. Food's gone up 6%. Gas is up 58%. Rents, we all know about that if you listen to the podcast. 10% if you're lucky. Maybe 30, 40, 50, sometimes 60%, depending on where you live. And for those of you listeners who don't live where I do in sunny Southern California, get ready for a heating bill bomb this winter. Natural gas is going up 25%. I've got a little tip for you. Invest in those snuggy blankets that wrap you up from head to toe. Just wrap yourself up in that and keep your heater set at 54 degrees. It's going to be way cheaper than your heating bill. Okay, so what does all of this have to do with buying a home? Well, duh, money, <laughs> right? If you're saving for a home, you put aside what you can every month to save up for your down payment. Well, that doesn't become as easy when you're paying more for all the essentials. But there's a whole lot of other big stuff besides the obvious. Rising inflation will be one of the major components to what forecasters are predicting will be higher home mortgage rates. That's the mortgage interest rate for you in 2022. So as I've been saying in previous podcasts, if you've been thinking about this and you're getting close to pull the trigger in 2022, that's the time early in 2022 before we see those mortgage interest rates go up. Anytime we see a rise in inflation, lenders, you know, what they're doing is they're giving out money and they want to be repaid in a future date. But now they've lost value in that repayment those dollars they lent out for home purchases. So to make up for it, the rising mortgage interest rates, that helps compensate for when they get paid back in the future. Now, I told you, 
I'm going to try not to go into the boring financial details, but you know, I got to make sure you guys know what I know what I'm talking about. And also, hopefully, you know, you can use this information and this dialogue when you ask your parents for a loan for your down payment. You can talk to them about all this crap. They eat this stuff up. There's another interest rate that you're going to hear about, and it's not your mortgage interest rate, but you're going to start hearing a lot about it in the news. The federal funds rate. That's the average interest rates that banks pay each other, and they set it every night. And the rate that they pay each other overnight borrowing It's in the federal funds market. Hang in there. I know this is boring crap, but I'm going to bring it all home soon. Here's what happened. In the November meeting, the Federal Reserve maintained that they're going to keep their target federal funds rate. That's the benchmark for all those banks loaning money to each other. They're going to keep it where it's been, between 0 and 0.25%. Now, this is probably going to change in the second half of 2022, and that's what matters to you. Because they could raise mortgage interest rates once that federal fund rate starts to move a little bit. Now, the Fed rate and your mortgage rate, they're not absolutely connected, but you're, they are kind of connected. Now, what's going to get him confusing for you is if you listen to CNBC or read a Wall Street Journal article, because they're going to be talking about rising rates. They just say rates. They don't say which one because they assume that the listener or the reader has the financial acumen to know what the information is pertaining to and therefore understand if they're talking about the federal funds rate or mortgage interest rates. Fun, huh? So to contain mortgage interest rates and also to battle rising inflation, the Fed, sometimes they're going to start manipulating that lending rate. There. How was that? Makes total sense, right? right? You're feeling it. I know you're not. Don't stress. Trust me. This is what I do. I nerd out for you. Here's what you need to know. Expect that the 3% mortgage rates, where they're about right now, people are anticipating jumping to 3.7. Some folks are saying 3.99-ish by the end of 2022, if not earlier. And that means your monthly payment for the same priced house is going to be more per month because the interest rate adds to your TI, which is your total payment. So yeah, inflation sucks in a lot of ways. But if you're thinking of becoming a homeowner, there's a big silver lining in owning versus renting. My boy, Lawrence Yoon, a sick economist with mad stats and data, he says this, quote, one aspect of inflation is that real estate is proven to be a good hedge. In the 1970s, There was a high inflationary period when the consumer price index averaged 7.1% per year. Home gains outpaced that, that 7.1% inflation, with a 9.9% gain. Okay, this is me now. This isn't uh, Uncle Larry. This was nuts back then. I remember, even as a kid, I was born in 1970, but you know, when I was seven or eight, I remember my parents freaking out about inflation. I didn't understand any of it. All I know is sometimes we had to wait in line for gas because there was a shortage, and I don't think it was connected, but for some reason, my dad would freak out and start yelling about Jimmy Carter and inflation. still remember that. Okay, now, back to Larry. Yeah, but that was crazy back then. It was 7.1 inflation. It happened for the whole decade. But housing beat it and went up 9.9%. That part I didn't know back then. I just figured it out now. Okay, back to Uncle Larry. Quote, even when interest rates soared in the 1980s, thereby crushing home sales, home prices still held up 
to the consumer price inflation. The inflation was at 5.6%. And remember, home sales got crushed, but home appreciation was almost right with it at 5.5%. Now that's because rents were soaring. Uncle Larry said that, not me. (laughs) But does it sound familiar? Okay, back to Uncle Larry, quote, other decades also show similar patterns. Therefore, for those concerned about the loss and purchasing power of money and savings, be assured that real estate is proven to be a good hedge against inflation, unquote. Now, a lot more economists have continued to predict inflation is going to peak over the next few months, but they are saying they are expecting it to taper off in 2022. I've got reasons for that. I'll explain in a little bit. Now, the government hates inflation, so they're going to do everything they can to stop it. And this administration said that they're going to be redoubling their effects to squash it, as opposed to just doubling. Now, look, to be clear, just because I mentioned the Fed and what the current administration is doing to help the economy, really make sure you understand I have no political agenda in what I'm reporting. This is just facts and data, no politics. One of the things that I need people to understand or we're listening to is, is we all have to realize that The whole world right now is listening to things with political lenses on. You might not even realize it. That's because people are commenting on facts with political viewpoints more than ever right now. Now, this might be all you know, but I got to tell you, this is different. And we're all trying to figure out how to just get facts and data without any kind of political slant. Seems like they're putting that on everything. We're not doing it here. I know a famous real estate forecaster who for the last 10 years has been posting pertinent real estate information. And sometimes he tries to gather some information, you know, get a feel for what's going on from other professionals in other parts of the United States and Canada. Now, for the last decade, he's posted just this simple post where he says, takes a picture of gas prices where he is. And he says, this is where it is where I am. What's going on with you? Well, his most recent post when he did that in 2021, it totally changed. In the past, people would be like, oh, it's this guy and he's gathering data. Cool. So they would just send the data back. Now, he said this year, it was a completely different reaction. He got 10 times the comments he ever had before, but 90 to 95% of them all had a political viewpoint People got savage in the comment section. There were conservative blasts. There were liberal defenses. And he said there were even some people saying, you shouldn't be buying gas at all. We should all be going electric. Dude, the guy was just trying to gather data from other places. So I just want you to understand things have changed. Everyone's been trained to look at everything with a political lens. So put your lens down. Don't assume that that I have mine on and and also realize that you probably have one on too, whether you know it or not. These are not red or blue facts. This is green data. That's it. Not energy efficient green. I mean green as in money. So let's get back to our topic that doesn't care anything about politics. It's neutral. Inflation. Inflation means that your purchasing power has decreased. So it's going to require more money to buy the same goods and services now than it did before. One formula for inflation to help you understand it is that, yeah, it's not a huge deal if we're staying where we want to be because they like it at, you know, 2%, 3% because wages typically should go up at about that pattern as well. But this year with the pandemic and us trying to get come out of this whole mess, most people's wages didn't go up at that 2 to 3%. And now inflation has gone up to 6.8%. So now we got a really wide gap. Hopefully, 
In a post-pandemic world, getting back to normal, we should see wages rise like they normally do. So that should be a silver lining that means that hopefully this uh, inflation won't last too long. Okay, now here's another thought. This is a very interesting way to look at inflation so you're not just freaking out about headlines. Okay, we're at 6.8 in November. So if we hit 7% in December or early 2022, now a 7% increase in the prices of Oreos, that sucks. And a 60% year-over-year increase in the cost of fuel oil, if that happens, you know, you're trying to keep your house all warm and toasty. Now, that might freak you out a little bit, but here's one less reason to panic. Prices largely went up from 2020 to 2021, but some prices actually dropped in the same months from 2019 to 2020 during the beginning of the pandemic. So things went up and the numbers in all the percentages show everything's going up, but that's just because we were getting back to normal and it's going to stabilize when we settle in. Now, what does that mean? Sure, gas prices for your car have risen 49.6% over the past 12 months, but the previous 12 months during the pandemic, they fell 18%. And the fuel oil prices that like are up 59.1% this year, they fell 28.2% the year before. So in short, given the lower numbers from 2019 and 2020 in the pandemic, the 2021 numbers, they look much higher than they actually are because it was just catching up from all the stuff that dropped so far. Now, that doesn't mean that inflation is not happening. It is. But it does mean that the numbers might not be as bad as they seem when you just look at the 2021 risings And you look at those in in isolation. Now, all this inflation talk got very interesting recently when the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, he said a bunch of stuff. He talked about tapering the government bond purchases, mortgage bundle buys, and 500 pages of stuff that I read and understood about 50% of it. You know, a whole bunch of it's gobbledygook. So I went to 100 trusted resources to help clarify it for me. Well, I can't say clarify it for me. How's that for ironic? I'm not going to bore you with everything about it. Let me just give you the highlights. And most importantly, how does this affect buying your first home? As you're going to hear it referred to, the Fed is mostly responsible for two big things in our economy, employment and inflation. Inflation is obviously the bigger issue right now. So here's what happened in November and what the Fed said. The chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell, he clearly signaled that the Federal Reserve's loose monetary policies, they're coming to an end. They've done something called quantitative easing, buying mortgage-backed securities, and they're going to taper that this year. What that means for you, if you didn't understand anything in that sentence, is we're going to see moderately higher mortgage rate increases. I told you, you don't have to understand what that means. You just have to know the end result I told you. You know, that's good advice for you and your partner. You know, when your partner asks you something ridiculous, don't try and figure out what the hell they're talking about or why they're asking for it. Just realize the end result and go with it. What was said in these November meetings by the Federal Reserve officials was that the central bank would not hesitate to take appropriate actions to address inflation pressures that posted risks to the economy. The other big thing that Jerome Powell mentioned was that it kind of freaked out a lot of people. He really surprised everyone. He said that uh, they're talking about tightening credit for consumers and businesses. That's what they call short-term lending because of inflation. 
Now, I know you don't understand that, but go back to the partner analogy. Just wait for the end result. It's another sign for you as a home buyer that if you're close, early in 2022 could be the time to get things rocking. Because changes in short-term lending regulations, that will in turn bump up mortgage interest rates. Those are long-term loans, but they'll be affected by the short-term loan market. And then it's like two, three, 400 pages of blah, blah, blah about tapering and monthly government bond purchases and timelines of what they plan to do. <sighs> so, hey, 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 if you fell asleep listening to all that stuff, I hope you at least got the wrap up and the most important parts about it. I'm going to give you an inspirational quote from Ted Lasso to wake you up. Ted Lasso says this. So I've been hearing this phrase y'all got over here that I ain't too crazy about. It's the hope that kills you. Y'all know that? I disagree, you know. I think it's the lack of hope that comes and gets you. See, I believe in hope. I believe in belief. There, did you wake up? That was some inspirational stuff. Okay, so inflation, it didn't raise the housing prices. That's a big one. You got to understand housing prices went up way before inflation. So what do we do now? The prices have gone up and now you're looking to buy a house and now you have to deal with prices that have gone up and this brand new stinking inflation. First thing I want to tell you right now is you got to know this stuff happens all the time and people still sell houses. And yeah, first time buyers still buy houses. There was a time interest rates were at 18% a few decades back and people still bought homes. Less than 15 years ago, prices dropped 35% in like a week. I was selling houses, I know. And people still bought homes. It's possible. Don't let the headlines freak you out. There's always going to be freaky headlines. This is post-game analysis from the financial pros. Looking back at 2021 and looking ahead for 2022, a real estate database, they reported this, quote, rising prices on everything from gas to groceries may be motivating more people to buy homes now. If high inflation persists, a home mortgage could seem a lot less expensive in just a few years. It's true. Another analysis that came out was that mortgage rates remain low right now at the end of 2022 or end of 2021 and beginning of 2022, but experts predict they're going to rise anywhere from 3.4 to 3.99. Kate Wood, a home and mortgage expert at NerdWallet, one of my favorite places, she says uh, that we may see long-lasting upward trend in mortgage rates. And Greg McBride, a chief financial analyst at Bankrate, he notes that come 2022, the general trend is going to be towards higher mortgage interest rates. So it's still an extremely competitive market. But how are things going? Are they as frenetic as they were in the beginning of 2021? Well, home prices have risen, yeah, guys, roughly 20% over the past year. And most experts think that it's going to continue to rise, but at a slower pace. But remember, that's a slow pace compared to lightning fast. Slow gains, there's still gains. So if you can, jump on it. And here's a great article I found. Stop trying to time the market looking for the perfect time to buy. Instead, focus on your personal circumstances. Love that. It's uh, Fannie Mae's deputy chief economist, Mark Palin. He says timing mortgage rates and the housing market is hard. And instead, he recommends that buyers look at their own wants and needs. And Mark said this, quote, they should focus on personal life circumstances and how long they think they're going to be in the area. 
If you have location stability and plan to be in the home for five years or more, buying instead of renting likely makes the most sense. But understand what you can truly afford and don't get caught up in the real estate frenzy. Unquote. Gang, I'm here for you. Nobody can predict what's going to happen, but we can get a good idea and we can forecast a little bit by using the historical data and the trends. I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but my goober lifestyle choice has put me here as the advocate for the people that I saw getting screwed, you first-time homebuyers. So my exciting life thrilling my wife in bed every night reading all this crap it's the one thing i know a lot about because you know what you deserve to know what's up rents have gone up stupid since the 80s they went up before that but in the 80s that chart just took off and i don't see that stopping and look if you didn't buy in 2021 sure you miss some mad appreciation in a home but history has proven that renting can be way less productive for your finances than owning would be, no matter where we are in the market growth. And the people smarter than me, they see this growth to still go on for a few more years. They also see rates and prices going up in 2022. So if you're ready, early in 2022 is the best time to make your move. And don't tell me that you're still in your lease till October, so you wait until then. Listen to episode 36 right now. Stop the podcast, go listen to episode 36. The couple thousand dollars you're going to spend to break your lease is going to be peanuts compared to the extra cost you're going to get as the home prices go up and your mortgage rate goes from 3.2 to 3.8. I'm only going to tell you that once. Episode 36, don't tell me about your lease. I love it. I'm with you. I want you to save every single dime. And right now, breaking the lease might seem like a lot of money, but it's peanuts. You only get to time your purchase of your first home once. And if you listen to the podcast, I was telling you in 2019, you should do it. I was telling you in 2020, you should do it. And I told you all through 2021, you should do it. If you couldn't do it, that's no big deal. Hey, the universe didn't drop you in there. But now, if you're waiting because of one little expense that's going to happen down the line, I'm telling you, it's going to cost you way more. So today's topic, inflation. If you're freaking out about inflation, I love you. Stop. Economies change. Recessions happen. The stock market, it's going to crash soon. I'm telling you. And people still will be better off owning instead of renting. The data says so since like 1900. When you started this podcast, this sentence might not have made sense to you, but I hope it does now. Owning real property is an asset that increases, and it's your best hedge against inflation and consumer products and prices rising. There's going to be good news in 2022. There's going to be more homes for sale, more inventory, as we like to call it. Probably less bidding wars, less multiple offer situations. And you don't have to worry about scary headlines because the podcast is bumping And I'm going to keep on doing this all throughout 2022 and giving you guys current updates so you know exactly what's going on. So if you guys found value in this or any other episode, share it with a friend right now. Go on, just text it to him. It's simple. That's all I want for Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa is for you to share the podcast. Of course, a five-star review and writing a nice review, that would be helpful too. If you have any questions, I will help you out. Go to www. Who says that? God, I'm old. Go to davidsedoni.com or go to howtobuyahome.com and fill out the contact form and I'm going to answer you. 
Look, I've been writing this podcast all day long and it took me all day, not because I don't know this stuff. I've been researching this forever and had all my notes. I stopped a dozen times today to answer questions to people who hit me up. They either hit me up on the website or they sent me a DM through Instagram. And uh, a couple minutes ago while I was recording, I got another DM. So if you want to find me on Instagram, it's davidsedoni.com. This will be coming out, like I said, end of the year or so. But if you go back to around, what is it, December 14th, you'll find a sweet video of me dancing in an ugly Christmas sweater. <sighs> I'm such a fool. Anything, anything to get the word out and let people know there's a better way to do this. You and your questions come first, even before me writing the podcast. That's my jam, folks. You know why? Because I think it sucks that you don't have a lot of places to get the right information to help you and help this whole thing be less confusing. I know it is, and I know it can be, but I think it sucks that nobody's screaming from the mountaintops saying, hey, 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 you, you pay way too much on rent. Stop spending money on your rent. Yeah, I'll do anything to get you to figure out the one thing I tell you every episode, you can do this.